Welcome to the table uh, with Cliff Hurt. Uh, I am here with uh, my boy Johnny, uh, Johnny Ristow. I want to make sure I'm saying it right. Did I say it right? You definitely did say it right. <laughs> um, and yeah, we we met, but I'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, what we do here at the table is we kind of just jump right into your story. Um, yeah, and, and tell the people about yourself, um, how you grew up, uh, what, what your life was like as a kid, and up to now, uh, anything that you think is important <laughs> or funny or yeah, whatever, cool, man. Yeah. So, um, first, I'd like to say thank you for having me on. Oh, man, my pleasure. Um, Thanks for coming. Super man. excited. So, I was born in Singapore. My mom's Thai, my dad is American. Mm -hmm. They met over there. Huh. And then I moved over to Australia when I was about seven. Huh. Um, a lot of people think I'm Polynesian <laughs> because of my big build, but I'm actually Asian. Um, so, I mean, I grew up most of my life in Australia. Yep. Um, so, you know, I do, I guess, recognize myself as being Australian. Definitely. You know, people always ask if I, um, you know, see myself as being Asian or American. It's not really, man. It's kind of where you grow up, right? Definitely. Obviously, I've had some influences from different cultures. Yes. That definitely shaped who I am today. Yep. Um, but... Yeah, I guess a little bit about, um, you know, my growing up. So I've had an interesting sort of upbringing, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess re realistically, right, my parents were very, very open people. Yep. Um, so, like, drugs gr growing up were yep. very, very normal. Yeah. Uh, dad always smoked uh, some weed every now and then. Yeah. You know, I knew he was super into uh, <laughs> a lot of psychedelics. You yeah. Know, I've smoked weed with both my parents. That's great, and man. And done some other, other drugs as well. <laughs> if they're listening. Ah. <laughs> so, you know, growing up, yep. that was very, very normal for me. Yep. But also what was normal was to work hard and be yes. successful. You know, my dad uh, worked in the oil and gas industry yep. as like a um, compliance, or, sorry, not compliance manager, as, as a, um, a quality manager. Yep. So very, very successful, gets paid a lot of money. Mum's an entrepreneur, yep. currently runs two different businesses, um, very successful down yes. in Albany as well. So it was very, very interesting growing up, you know, and especially going to private schools where a lot of it was Christian, where it was like, <laughs> hey, don't do drugs, <laughs> be successful, but like, my parents were successful yeah. and drugs were very normal. So it didn't it didn't equate that like yeah, exactly. doing drugs meant like being unsuccessful. Yeah, hey. exactly, man. Yeah. So, you know, like like I guess growing up it was always like an open thing for me. And I guess what I really want to bring away from why I'm telling this story was I think, you know, Maybe I started a little bit too early, maybe not. I guess yeah, it depends yeah. on who you talk to, but it's really opened my eyes to a lot of different things where right? it's allowed me to have a lot of different perspectives on, yes. on life as yeah, well, yeah, you know, especially yeah. growing up. So, I mean, like growing up as well, every every year up until I was maybe 15 or something, yeah. I'd go and spend about a year, or, sorry, about one to two months in Thailand as well. Yeah. So we'd go to mum's village growing up that's amazing you know man. get immersed in the the culture and stuff like that um because mum um is a proud thai lady a very interesting person <laughs> is a whole different topic <laughs> some some things i shouldn't share but <laughs> but i have the mom on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and she's very very proud so thai people are very proud of their heritage yep, mom's always just like hey you know yep. remember where you're from yep. you know remember uh, you know, that you're Thai and yep. that, you know, we're proud people yep. when that family comes first, you know, that, yep. so that always got drowned into me. But yeah, um, basically, I guess to say, um, you know, I'm not too sure where I was going with that. Yeah, no, kind of went off no, on a tangent. No, man, that's pretty good. I mean, like, uh, I, I, I think what I'm getting from it is that like, you know, which I love this back and forth already, um, you know, that, that 
it, which is interesting for me. And maybe we've actually started on this kind of conversation when we first met yeah. that night. I'm pretty sure, like, uh, because I, I think, was saying to you um, that, like, I hadn't grown up in, uh, uh, well, Yes, drugs were around, yeah. um, but it was two separate worlds. So I had this church world, yeah. and then I had this world where, like, family in the hood, like, smoke weed, you know, yeah. they, like, get drunk, like, you know, and that's a way to, like, socialize, and there's nothing, yeah. and nothing wrong with that. And, like, my mind has changed as I've, like, lived abroad and, like, you know what I mean? I don't, you know, equate. Yeah. I used to also be one of those people that equated, like, uh, don't do drugs because school would say don't do drugs. Yeah. Then, but then you meet. You go, you get out into the world outside of church, and you meet a lot of people who are successful, um, and who like they do drugs recreationally. And uh, you know, people have their vices, um, and some people just get on with life. And so it's really interesting uh, to hear that perspective because not many people hear that perspective. And I think um, you bring up another valid point, uh, which is kind of going around the media right now, is that young people. they get exposed to drugs sometimes the wrong way 100%. when they actually are not doing it in the confines of actually being with their parents or people who can be trusted. Correct. Um, and so um, it, it's I, I can remember uh, one time you, you kind of got me thinking about this. I had one friend's mom and who, um, and I, you know, I won't put on blast, <laughs> but she was great, actually. She um, had us over, and she was like, you guys can get drunk here. You guys can do whatever you want to do here, but I'm not going to let you out. And at least it's under control. I know exactly what you're doing. Have a big New Year's party in the basement. And yep. I think that was probably one of my best, you know what I mean? You, you Now that you like bring this you know, to my awareness, I'm like, man, yeah, it was man. powerful. It was really powerful, actually. It makes such a huge difference, you know? Uh, being brought up in an environment where it's okay. Yes. Where you know your limits as well. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's the thing as well is I think the issue, especially with Australian culture, is this whole binging culture, right? Yes. I, I truly believe... Because it's been so taboo for so long, you yes. know, growing up, you're not allowed to do this, you're not allowed mm-hmm. to do that. It's like, fuck yeah, I want to go do that, bro. <laughs> you know, like, don't tell me what to do. Uh, yep. Everyone's like that, especially yes. when you're teenagers as well. And so, you know, I, I truly believe that, you know, if you are exposed to it at a younger age, granted with the right environment yes. as well, yeah. um, then it can be beneficial, which yeah. leads me on to my next point as well. You know, you have both recreational side yep. as well as like a personal development side with it as well. You know, when you start microdosing on stuff like psychosyllabin yes. or like a bit of weed, obviously as well, I do want to note that some people should never do it. Yes. Right. right. Only if you're in the right state of mind. Yes. So, you know what I mean? And this is really, really important, right? Um, you bring up something that's really, really important. You need to be in the right headspace. Uh, you need to, you know, when you're doing psilocybin or any kind of uh, psychedelic um, that can, like, take you into different places, yeah. uh, you need to make sure that you're with people that you love, that you feel safe with. 100%. Um, you know, in my experience, is like, it's probably worked out best that I've been with somebody that I really love and, like, yeah, uh, you know what I mean, feel really, really safe with. Um, yeah, and even then, you have to, like, once again, like, know your limits. Me, myself, you know? Like, we just talked about this before you come. Yeah. You know, stopping, you know, my whole, like, smoking after, like, years you yeah. know like i'm just being like nah i'm not doing it um i need to just chill out for my own personal like growth and i think um i think yeah i, I was just talking to a mate the other day and he was saying that uh, marijuana has like helped him and also helped him in his younger brother's relationship um 
You know what I mean? Like oh, that. Definitely. You know what I mean? That then that was it. And it it's like it's nothing to be judged. People quite, you know? quite, quite, quite uh-huh. hard. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And sorry, sorry to cut you off. No, bro. Bro, no, you good, bro. Um, but to build on that, it's actually kind of funny that you said him and his younger brothers. So recently, by uh, my sisters picked up smoking weed. <laughs> um, hopefully, <laughs> they're not listening to this. Um, whom I never thought would ever smoke weed yeah. ever, mm-hmm. and uh, started smoking weed with my dad as well. Yeah. Because my dad just recently retired. Yes. He was in oil and gas for about 15, 20 oh, years wow. or something. Wow. So finally quit his job was super super happy and yeah. he was just so stressed by the end of it yep. so i'm very very happy that he's not stressed anymore yeah. but they kind of went through this whole bonding period as well yep. uh with the weed yeah you know and obviously um at the end of the day you know you don't have to have drugs or um any sort of substances to bond with people but yeah, it allows course. the walls to be broken down mm-hmm. a lot quicker mm-hmm. you know what i mean to be able to bond over something as mm-hmm. well agreed yeah yeah, man. Yeah, man. I, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, what do you think, um, going back to, like, coming here at, like, seven, and um, how how has, I mean, so you've been in Perth the whole time? No, so I um, originally went to Darwin. Okay, you guys um, went to Darwin. And I lived there for about four years. Okay. And then moved over to Perth. Okay. Because um, obviously, like I mentioned, Dad was in the oil and yep, gas, yep, 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 yep. so WA. Yeah, and do you, I mean? So you've been here for a while. How have you seen like WA change? I mean, you have seen a lot of change over the years, eh? Um, or Perth, Perth per se. I'm not too sure, really. So. <laughs> You're just like, I just think you know. Yeah, it? pretty, pretty much, man. I guess, um, I guess it's also comes down to you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Obviously, as you get older, you get exposed to a whole lot of things. Yeah. Right. Like a stupid example is I um I recently not recently maybe about six eight months got into road cycling. Yeah. Right. So I do wear lycra. I love it. <laughs> Same, bro. <laughs> you guys can say whatever you want. It's fucking comfortable. <laughs> it's the comfy. Bro. It's so comfy. <laughs> um, but like you know, to, to my point being was I never realized how many um bike paths there were. Mm-hmm. All around Perth, man. But you don't know until you know. It's like one of the best cycling like systems, man. I keep seeing stuff, and I'm like, wait, this connects to here. Yeah. Whoa, you know. Like, yeah. Yeah, man. You're right. You, you absolutely don't know. Yeah. What's going on. But um, yeah, I'm not too sure. I guess um, how Perth has changed is really it's kind of gone bigger <laughs> to a degree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not too sure how to answer yeah, that. Yeah. Man. No, no worries, man. Um, let's keep moving. So. High school. What, 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 like, what was, what were you like in high school, man? Like, oh man, I was uh, <laughs> sports, um, music. So I was more into sports and academics. Okay, right. Um, being Asian, um, that's <laughs> a stereotype. Yeah. Um, you know, especially growing up in Singapore as well, where education is very, very, uh, sorry, is a top priority. <laughs> um, I mean, it literally, it's, it's everything depends on your exams over there, yes. and it's drilled in at a very, very young yeah. age, yep. right? Yep. And coming over here. It was honestly ridiculous. Like <laughs> coming here, um, no one did their homework, man. <laughs> Everyone was fucking stupid. <laughs> it was ridiculous, you know. Um, so no so, homework culture. Yeah, legit, man. And you know, but it was just normal. Yeah. You know, teachers come in, you stand up behind your chair. Mm-hmm. Growing up, it was yeah. normal. And then coming coming here, no one did that. It was like very very odd. But um, high school was um, yeah, it was fun, man. So I was uh, into a lot of academics. Yep. So I did a lot of math. Uh, a lot of physics, chemistry. Yes. I did do a lot of sport as well. Although I was, I guess, um, quite obese as a kid. Yeah. Um, which kind of leads me into why I got into the health and fitness industry. Okay. Yep. Um, so, I mean, I was kind of 
obese growing up. And I guess the reason for that being is, you know, um, food is such a big part of Thai cultures yeah. and a lot of ethnic cultures as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're eating all the time. Um, and we just love food. Yeah, I just love I just love food, and I have an addictive personality. <laughs> you know? So like when something's good, I'm like, why not just have more? <laughs> just have more. <laughs> you know, just have My more. Man. <laughs> yeah, legit, man. You know? <laughs> so it's just like um, it's like either zero or hundred with me, <laughs> and it's, um, yeah. But so anyway, so um, yeah. So I was I was really into sports. So I was always good at sports, yeah. right? But I was just really fat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, it, it got to around about. Um, around about maybe year eleven yeah, yeah. or something, when I was like, "Man, I'm just fucking tired of being fat." Dude. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Just like when when you're playing competitive sports, you you can't be um as competitive as you want to be, right? You, yeah, yeah. You, you just don't have that slight edge. Yep. I just I was like, um, at that point, we didn't go back to Thailand yeah. because I was playing a lot of sports. So I did um in in summer it was uh rugby academy, which was three times a week. Uh playing gridiron which yeah. was training twice a week oh. plus plus games and then i was playing rugby on top of that oh, no, yeah sorry not rugby and then i was playing i was going to the gym on top of that like Whoa. four times a week yeah so i was super super heavy into my sport yeah and i, I think i was I, start, I was around maybe 115 120 kilos Whoa. got down to about mm, i think about 90 yeah about 90 maybe 88 kilos yeah. around about there yeah. yeah so fully shredded man and then um and then I was just so into it and I just, the, the issue is, and that's um, pretty much why I started my business yep. as well, was to help people find balance. And I know, like I mentioned, I'm just balls to the wall, zero, 100, and I didn't really balance my recovery as well. Yes. Right? So yeah. that's just such a huge aspect that not a lot of people look at. People yep. always look at the grind. Yep. But part of that grind is, what's your propensity to be able to recover? Yes. Right, yeah, and man. so I wasn't into that, and then I fucking I hurt my shoulder. Yeah, yeah. So I tore my labrum in the front, mm. and being a dickhead, I was like, I can still train. Training back doesn't hurt. Oh. So then I kept on training, and then it ended up tearing the back of my labrum, my Whoa. left shoulder as well. So I had Whoa. a double tear. Whoa. Yeah, how crazy was that? Just because I was like, hey, you know, um, <laughs> pain's not going to stop me. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop working when I'm dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is but is having to find that balance as yep. well. Yep. You know, and that that kind of got me into i guess this state of mind this pursuit of like being the best version of myself yeah, both yeah. physically and mentally yep. i guess that's kind of why i brought up the original thing with drugs yeah, yeah of course was because it kind of altered your state and you kind of started to see things in different perspective and you're like man there must be more than this yeah, you know yeah, both yeah. physically and mentally you yes know? so it was just from 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 i guess a young age doing some stuff like that you always knew there was kind of something out there yeah, and then combining sure, with the sport it was like shit like why not just be the best version of yourself as possible you yep. know that saying yolo yeah. it's so cliche dude but you only got one life man so why not be the best version yep that you can be yeah man i agree with that you know i agree with that that's that's ace so uh to since we already kind of transitioned there um and i know johnny will talk a little bit more about uh his business and like this health stuff because we can go on for for a while no problem man um so we met (laughs) partying on the boat (laughs) yeah um and it was a good time Uh, we met through a mate 
Um, and yeah, that was all she wrote. Um, and then I started seeing this guy on my feed and then at the gym. And then before I knew it, this guy was like training. And then I'm like, man, hey. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so yeah, actually we both, you you train and uh, are you still at the gym with them clients? And, yeah. So yeah. basically I still operate um, yep. out of uh, Cannington yep. Good Life. Yep. Um, and my goal at the moment is to transition out of there. Yep. So at the moment I'm just coaching face-to-face clients. Yep. And it's more predominantly, um, you know, uh, I guess personal training. Yeah, yeah, Realistically, that's what you can call it. Um, where we focus a lot around nutrition and, you know, training specifically yep. around techniques to optimize time in the gym. Yes. Um, a lot of my clients are either professionals or business owners, yeah, pre- yeah. predominantly male, and that's my niche. Yes. Um, even on the online space. Yep. And my goal with them was to always to try to teach them in a way to make them as efficient as possible yes. that they can maximize the time of the gym because they're quite time poor yes. as well. So I'm still operating out of there, but I have capped my sessions pretty much. Yep. So all my clients are pretty much the clients I'm just keeping and I'm just trying to build my business online yeah. as it is. And like we talked about before, it's just a lot of hard work yeah, as man. anything good is. Anything good. Um, yeah, so... That's yeah, right, man. yeah. Uh, man, nah, man, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> You're a natural at this, bro. Anyway, <laughs> so he came in like, oh man, I've never done this before. <laughs> yeah. and like, man, this guy got stories for, stories for days. He's pretty good at this. And I, actually, when I met him, like, yeah, we were just talking. Like, he's pretty good at that. Um, I love talking. Yeah, <laughs> I get it from my parents. <laughs> um, so, so your business. Um, what what made you like? What made you decide to like kind of start? start a business what made you decide to like kind of um i mean i know you talked about like the passion and like you know the balance but what what was that push what was that you know that last little yeah well that's a great question man to be honest with you i um I always knew that I would start a business. Yep. What type of business? Yep. I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah. Like I mentioned to you, my mom's a bit of an entrepreneur. So I've been around sort of her starting businesses. I mean, like like mom used to hustle. Like yeah, just, man. She's probably one of the best salesmen that you're also a sales <laughs> lady. Sales yeah. person is probably the correct, <laughs> yeah, yeah, correct you, term to yeah, use yeah, now. So pronouns. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that you'll ever meet, right? Yeah, she yeah. can literally sell uh, shit to some like literally dog shit to someone <laughs> and they'll buy it dude you know so I was always exposed to that and I always knew that you know if I wanted to be successful and obviously everyone has their own interpretation of successful yeah. but um the type of success I wanted wasn't a corporate success yes. was building something on my own you know I'm um, working a heap of different jobs in a heap of different industries I yes. always help people build um their dream yes and 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 work towards their goal, which yeah, I didn't mind, right? Because yeah. I really wanted to do that as well because I believed in the vision. Um, but then it got me thinking. I was like, hey, I'm spending so much of my time, yes. time which I'm never going to get back. Yep. You know, why don't I just build something myself? Yes. You know, so that kind of... Um, one is how I knew I was always going to start a business. But then, to be honest with you, I kind of fell into it. Yeah. So, um, originally, my um, I was in recruitment uh, previously to this. Yep. And I've done a whole heap of other jobs, banking, marketing. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of funny because all of my jobs help me with my current business. Yeah. It's, it's fucking crazy, <laughs> dude. Like, it's weird how yep. things happen like that. <laughs> so, I um, yeah. So, basically, um, you know, I've always had a... Um, a liking, a passion for the human body. And I wanted to go back to university and study physiotherapy. Yes. But, um, you know, I had the grades to get in, but it was super competitive. And and 
well, I applied and then I said, hey, I got a lot, a bit of free time. Mm-hmm. Why don't I get my um, my PT certificate, Yes, right? So I can train people. So I thought it'd be an awesome job to have on the side um, whilst I study. Definitely. Because you can work your own hours. Yep. You know, you run your own business, you work yep. your own hours. Um, and so basically I, um, I got denied. Uh, I didn't get into university. It's okay. probably a blessing in disguise. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, kind of fell into it, man. Yeah. And um, one, I'm kind of glad I didn't study because, fuck, you would not have been able to. <laughs> like, on that PT grind, dude, is completely different, yeah, hey. Um, and so, yeah, so I started the business I've that way. It. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard, man, you know, just working super long hours um, and just trying to balance everything yeah. as well, you know what I mean? Time management, it's it's a different type of grind. Yeah. But, um, you know, I've, I've been training for a long time, um, around about eight years, yep. um, on and off. Um, and you know, it, it's, I've always believed and I still believe it's always, it's more than training. Yeah, definitely. Training is just one aspect of your life. Yep. You know, you still have work, you still yep. have relationships, you still have recovery, yep. you still have stress. Yes. Right. Other so these stresses, are a lot man. of, a lot, a lot of different things that you have to balance. And, you know, I always, I always went into the, the game or, you know, the the coaching with the intentions of trying to help my clients, not only in the gym, but with other aspects of yeah. their life as well, because everything is always interrelated. Yeah. And hence why I started my um, online, I guess, online coaching business, yeah. because it allows me to do a lot more holistic coaching with yeah. what I want to do. Um, and how I got started in that was basically, um, you know, I... You know, I, I, everyone needs a coach, yep. you know, even coaches, even the most successful people, they never got to that point in their life without having a mentor or a yep. coach, right? So I sought out a coach um, and it was this guy that I was following. He runs his coaching business. His name is James Kent um, okay. and he's my um, business mentor now yep. as well. Um, but basically uh, one of his his coaches, like the guy that works for him, Christian, became my coach and I just really loved their philosophy mm-hmm. um, and kind of built upon um, some of the stuff that I was already into, you know yep. what I mean? So you know well what's big about them and i take this into my ethos as well and how i coach people is you have a hierarchy of health yes okay right and at the bottom of that it's uh your nervous system yep right specifically your autonomic nervous system looking at sympathetic and parasympathetic states right so um just to kind of explain what sympathetic and parasympathetic is sympathetic is basically a fight or flight response exactly right when you're stressed Mm -hmm. right Parasympathetic is the opposite of that when you relax. Mm-hmm. So you look at this, this right? Um, and then what you next look at is basically the digestive system and the endocrine system. Yep. And I'm going to go into it in a little bit more depth. Yep. Um, and then you look at the immune system yep. and then training and nutrition. Yep. Right? So training and nutrition is actually the, last, yeah. the, the, the least important thing, although yeah. it is important, right? Yeah, yeah. So when you look at the, the, your stress, really, everyone is stressed. Right, there's no doubt about it, mm-hmm. um, and it's 2020, and there's re- realistically there's no way to get away from you can't it. Can't get away from it, bro. Exactly, unless you go float. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that that's one of the things that that you can do, right? Yeah. Is coming up with stress management protocols, yes. and that's what I help my clients with, right? So um, my point being is, you want to try to mitigate your yeah. stress as much as possible yeah. and realize the negative impacts of stress. Yeah. So, you know, like I mentioned to you, my specific niches are. Uh, men between yeah, yeah. the ages of 25 to 50 yep. specifically professionals or business owners yep. people who are very very time poor yep right 
Yep. People who are fucking stressed out. Yeah, man. You know? Yep. And with men, when you're stressed, cortisol's elevated, testosterone decreases. Yes, sir. You know, therefore, you're less anabolic. Therefore, you're going to have less energy. Yep. Your ghrelin's going to go up. Your leptin's going to come down, which means you're fucking hungry. Yep. You're going to start to turn to sugary foods, you know, quick dopamine fixes, and you're just going to pack the pounds on, man. Yep. And I've been in that point in my life three times. Yeah. Right? I, I didn't explain, um, I guess, in my backstory, but I've been fat as fuck <laughs> obese three times in my life yeah, yeah. right and this yo-yo dieting dude i yeah. fucking hate it yeah because it, it's so like it's, it's not just physically draining it's yep. emotionally draining yeah, as well man. you're like holy shit man i just lost 20 30 kilos yep just to put it fucking back on yep yeah you know yep imagine what that does to people yeah man definitely you know, i've been there it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not good yep so anyway it's um so going back to the stress thing is like helping people control that yep right and there's heaps of different protocols that we go through um and then we next look at the digestive system right are you bloated do you have diarrhea do you have gassiness yep right um are you constipated mm-hmm. all these things aren't normal yeah right you want to make sure you're actually going around two or three times a day yep Right, so we help people with that, yeah. And so we, um, I go through a few different diet protocols and supplement protocols yep. to help them with that. Um, then you look at your endocrine system, so we get people to do blood work, yep, um, to make sure that everything's in check, yep. Um, because you want your hormones balanced, man, yes, sir. Right, so if your hormones aren't balanced, man, things are going to go wrong, yep. Um, and then you look at your immune system. Are you going to get? Are you getting sick on a regular basis? Right. Mm-hmm. I say this as I'm super congested. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have very bad hay fever, yeah. so I do apologize. And I got a cat too. <laughs> um, and then you look at that, and then you look at training, nutrition as well. Yep. Right. So, um, and then obviously with nutrition is just making sure that they get a wide variety of foods yeah. as well as hitting all the right macronutrients yeah. as well. Um, and then having a specific training based on the person, right? Yep. Um, you know, where they are with their training history, ensuring that they can, um, they're working at the maximum recovery volume. Yes. And then over time, making sure that we progressively overload as well so that we can apply the right stress and stimulus. Because, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of people come to me to to get jacked yeah, right? yeah, and yeah. shredded, right? Yeah, Every, yeah. Everyone wants to look better Everybody naked. Everybody wants to be, look great naked. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, exactly, dude. So, you know, we just got to make sure that we progressively overload and, you know, pretty much, I know it's probably an overstated term, but like personalize it. To yes. Them. You, have, you have to personalize it. To it, them. it needs, I agree with that, man. It needs to be personalized. And I think uh, when you, you, you know, now that you like, you told me a little bit about it once before, but like hearing you like speak about it now, man, it's just, uh, for me, it's really, really cool to hear, you know, as a yoga instructor, like you're always talking about the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system and just yep. making sure that people understand, like, you know, this is what we're trying to do in yoga. We're trying to, like, decrease this this flight or yep. fight response and just learn how to, like, you know, relax and, like, find balance, right? Like, find Pretty balance much, and, like, hang out in, the, in that, that center space and be able to, like, it's funny, I was just telling my uh, class today, um, you know, uh, we, we kind of have this practice circle and uh, we if we just got to remember that it's not a destination. Yeah. It's a journey and we're always on this journey. Correct. And if you can remember that you're on this journey yeah. um, and that like, yeah, you're going to have your good days, your bad days, but like you can keep going. Yeah. Um, you, you find that you're not yo-yoing. You yeah, know? exactly, um, man. So that's really powerful, bro. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's interesting to hear like, because, um, you know, I mean, I think, I, I think the fitness market in itself is just changing. So it's interesting to hear like yep. this perspective and like hear that you guys are like coming from it from like this whole holistic, man, that's crazy. Well, <laughs> I think it, I think it definitely is changing and hopefully changing for the better as well. Yeah. Um, obviously, like we discussed before, it's a highly saturated market. Definitely. Um, and you know, if I'm honest with you, barrier to entry to this sort of industry is quite low. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately you're going to get a lot of bad trainers, yes. coaches, 
people claiming that they can do things. Yeah. But realistically, they can't. You know, <laughs> it's it blows my mind, man. Like when I went to like um the the college to get my PT certification. Yeah. So, um, like I mentioned to you, you know, I've, I've been training like for eight years. Yeah. Um, and obviously to get to the point in my life, uh, with my physique. Um, and with uh, my mindset, you have to do a lot of research, yeah, right? Of course. You always have to study, yep. right? If you're not studying, you're not growing. You have yep. to have this white belt mentality, man. Yep. Um, and so, you know, going into this course, dude, yep. I was just like fucking mind blown, <laughs> bro. There's some, been some, there was some people in there and I'd say maybe about 25 to 30% of people yeah. who have never stepped foot in the gym. Oh. Bruh. (laughs) (laughs) And then they expect to go train people. You know what I mean? And I went there and it was like, it was like a 14 week course. I picked the shortest course I could (laughs) and it was a complete waste of my fucking time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, dude. You just didn't learn anything, man. Well, they did. You know what (laughs) I mean? But but, but what, what I'm trying to say, if you had a prior background going in. Yeah. It was a breeze. It was yep. a waste of your time. Yeah, for you know sure. What I mean? And it just shows like the, the lack of barrier to entry. <laughs> and unfortunately, and this is what I'm, you know, trying to help my clients as well realize that, you know, not everyone's equal. Yes. You know, in terms of their coaching abilities. But yep. it's also the sad fact that a lot of people have been burnt. Yes. Right. A lot of people will have this sour taste in their mouth and yes. I've dealt with it as well. You yeah. know what I mean? They're like, hey, I've tried this, I've tried that. It doesn't work. It's because it's coming from a place of um or it's coming from uneducated people, really. Yeah. Really, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I get people that. people think it's easy. Yep. I just eat less and read more. Yeah. yeah, great. That is a a, a part of it, right? Yes. But what else comes with it? Yep. You know what I mean? What else is happening, right? Like, exactly, what dude. Exactly. You know I mean? So yeah, so it's super exciting, man. Just I'm um, trying to build that up at the moment yeah, and transition over there. So You're putting out some good videos, man. Like, <laughs> I, you hit me this morning. Well, I saw the one from yesterday, like this morning, like, and it was good. What was the title? Uh, uh, Stop Being a Bitch? <laughs> I Overcome Your Inner Bitch. Oh, yeah, Overcome Your Inner Bitch. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. It was so good, man. Like, I watched it and I was like, oh, man. Yeah. That's really good. I mean, we have so many inner saboteurs, bro. Like, we uh, do, man. Um, and, you know, and I, it's interesting that you. That you said that you said that, and uh, we were talking about this before uh, we got on air. But um, yeah, I mean, I think we we have to find a balance in that with that too, right? Our, our inner saboteurs, right? Like, uh, and also man. like the also giving ourselves the good stuff too, uh, and the 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 listening to them at a balance. You know, that's a there has to be a healthy balance because you meet some people and they're just like, I can do anything. And you're yeah. like, you probably can, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you should, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like it did, uh, don't jump off that bridge, don't, please. Don't do that, bro. <laughs> um, and so it's amazing uh, to just see that video, man. It, was, it came at like an interesting time for me, but it was good. It was quite encouraging, yeah. uh, provocative, uh, but also like holistic in its essence. Yeah. So uh, go check them out, man. Go check yeah. them out on Instagram. <laughs> just, I'm just trying to spread the truth, man. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Um, and I think... Um, you know, re- realistically, with today's society, everyone's too comfortable, man. <laughs> right? Yeah, this is the truth, man. dude. And but also, you have to understand that that's uh, um, the population has become the product of their own environment, right? Yes. So you got to remember, back in the day, I mean, I'm, I'm still talking about like two, three hundred years ago, yeah. people were dying from diseases, right? Yep. People were literally dying from colds. Yes. Right. So yeah, they sought comfort because it would stop them from death. Yep. You know, but it also made them hard people. Yes. You yeah. know, it made them resilient. Yeah. It created mental fortitude. Yes. It allowed them to not only push in one aspect of their life, but, you know, in other aspects of their life yeah. as well, not just training. 
right? And that and that's why I love I training love and nutrition. Sorry, well, specifically more training a yeah. lot, right? Is because you can develop skills yeah. in the gym that you can take to other other disciplines of your life, right? Yep. So talking about um, consistency, yep. goal setting, yep. you know, things like that, you know, yep. constantly being comfortable with being uncomfortable, yep. stepping outside your comfort zone, you're just going to grow as a person, yeah. man. You know what I mean? And like I mentioned, you know, you can take those aspects of your life and why the fuck couldn't you apply it to work? Yep. You know, why the fuck couldn't you apply it to relationships? Yep. yep. You know, obviously with relationships specifically, it's all about compromises yep. as well, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, and just being uncomfortable with sometimes doing something that your partner wants to do. Yeah. You know, it doesn't yep. necessarily have to be a big thing. Yep. So work, relationships. I like that, and I guess that comes back down to that balance that we're talking about yeah, as well. Man. Like a lot of people, um, especially, well, I mean, I shouldn't say a lot of people, but a lot of well, more specifically, a lot of the people that I deal with, there's three things that they like to focus on. Their health. Yes work yep which might be business yep. and relationships right yeah, yeah and so you have to look at like a triangle and you're in the middle of this triangle and it's always kind of pulling you in one direction yeah and we want to try to be in the middle yes right or at all three ends yeah you know and it's trying to find that balance and that's mm -hmm. why i try to help my clients do is find that balance as yep. well because it's so easy just to put all your eggs in one basket yep but when you do, you neglect something else, you know, and that's yeah, what, what all my clients tend to do. They end up <laughs> fucking just going ham at work, right? Mm -hmm. But then they out. neglect their health. Yeah. And then they get fat. Yep. Right? But I'm allowed to say that because I've been fat. But then, but, then, but, then, but then they get, and then they're burned out from work and then they're unmotivated to do the other part. But if, Correct. you know what I mean? And then it, it's just like this weird yeah. wheel. So like if you kind of just, like you said, find that balance, you'll find that you're like ha probably a little bit happier at work. You know what I mean? And oh, like 100%. Little, you know what I mean? It just kind of works. It works really well together. Oh, 100%. So man. it's amazing that you like saying that, man. And I want to jump back into this. Uh, this I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm loving talking to you, bro. We're probably going to have to do this again. Yeah. Um, mental fortitude. Like, yep. what, what does that mean to you? Like, uh, elaborate on that a little bit. I think that's uh, like a powerful phrase. And yep. yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. So that phrase specifically, um, I, I, oh, I didn't steal, I borrowed. Yeah. Uh, from uh, Ross Edgley. Go check this guy out. Yep. He's amazing. Yep. So just a little bit of background about Ross Edgley. He's a sports scientist based yep. out of the UK. Owns yep. his own protein company. Yep. But he does some like incredible feats. First person to swim around all the Great Britain. Whoa. Took him 155 days. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was, he swam, I think, 12 hours a day, six hour shifts. It Whoa. was crazy, dude. Uh, did like a triathlon <sighs> where he did a triathlon with a tree on his back. Whoa. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, he goes into talking about like mental fortitude yep. and, you know, being able to break past your barriers, yep. right? Your mind is always going to give out first before your body does, yeah, right? And it's it's kind of like a safety mechanism, yep. right? A little bit like what we spoke about, say, with your, your injury with your, your knee, right? Yeah, yeah. Even with my shoulder, you know, I've torn my shoulder, um, you know, ages ago. And it, it's what I did in 2013, yep. so it's been seven years now yeah. but it's still in the back of my mind yeah, yeah, yeah you know what i mean and so i guess to the point being is like mental fortitude to me is kind of pushing yourself just that little bit further right yep building mental resilience yes because sir. life um you're gonna get a lot of shit thrown at you man yeah man it just a keeps going yeah, it, it does it doesn't <laughs> fucking stop you can't you can't just say hey man it's not like pause. yeah you legit dude you, you can't pause. just say pause bro <laughs> 
so you know you need to develop a little bit of mental resilience yeah, or mental fortitude because uh shit ain't easy yeah man and not get, fucking easy yeah i get that just pushing a little bit more pushing a just bit a little more. bit more right yeah, and just yeah, i love that a little bit stepping outside your comfort zone and you know talking about mental resilience you look at uh have you heard of david goggins yeah of course man <laughs> fuck yeah dude. yeah man yeah. i actually just watched something on him like recently uh like hearing about his childhood or something like that oh really yeah, yeah. yeah. he has a really good book um i think it's uh the title is you can't hurt me yeah tremendous book okay i have to check it out yeah you to all these listeners listen to it yeah he's gonna make you want to run a marathon <laughs> not even like it's crazy right yeah um and if you can i would recommend reading the or uh, listening to the audiobook as well okay so what's really cool about the audiobook is he will have his ghostwriter narrate it yep and then his ghostwriter will be like halfway through the chapter or midway through the chapter be like yo goggins <laughs> tell me about this and david goggins will be there as well oh. and then they'll have a conversation so it's like a podcast hybrid audiobook that's pretty cool it's fucking sick that's pretty cool <laughs> that's awesome man that's awesome um yeah man i man you're talking some good stuff i uh i, I hope you guys are enjoying this conversation that i'm having with johnny here um so so you got the business you started the business um family is good uh i know you uh he's taken to all you uh ladies uh out there uh, five five years in november <laughs> five years strong shit it's been long <laughs> man tell me about it i'm like Alan, i love you ah uh, <laughs> it was just a joke <laughs> <laughs> shout out no yeah. man um and uh, i Man, for somebody like you, man, I know like you, you're working hard, man. Um, you're always thinking. Um, I, I noticed that when we first had that com- our conversation. Um, Got to have a strong kind of person behind you in the background. What, like, I mean, if you care to elaborate, like, what, what does that mean to you? Like having somebody like just with you solid for five years. Um, you know what I mean? And like, you know, I mean, obviously, like you're young too. Like, so going through the madness, you know, and like whatever it may look like. I mean, me and Trent been together for like six years, going yeah. to seven. You know, like it's just, the madness never stops. Yeah. Uh, you just work through it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as a young man, like starting uh, things and like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it has to be a good feeling to know you have somebody like that's really there for you. Well, I have to answer this carefully yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be as careful as you like bro <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just playing um you know like i mentioned before it's a lot of give and take mm-hmm. um but knowing that i have someone there that supports me yeah man. um you know it, it really does help yep you know what i mean because at the end of the day you know, it's it's not in my vocabulary to not succeed. Yeah. But yeah. there is a chance that I won't succeed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I will just come crumbling down, and that's fine too. Hey, man. I I don't see it in your future, but yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't I don't see it at all. But yeah. I guess uh, to my point being is there's, it's nice knowing that there's always going to be someone there that loves you. Yep. Yeah. You know, that no cares what. for you no matter what, right? It you know she, she has seen me. Oh, I think. Yeah, so when we first started dating, you know, I was I was relatively fit. Yeah. Um and then, you know, we we she loves ice cream. And I, lo- I love ice cream as well. I should say just her. Um and you know, I started eating a lot of ice cream with her yeah. and I stopped training. And a month passed and I still had abs. And then I didn't have abs anymore. And then boom. 110 kilos <laughs> damn yeah, you know man. what i mean but to my point being is like you know she still loved me when yeah. i was fat yep 
you know what I mean? Yep. And, you know, as a, as a fat kid growing up sometimes, you always have this sort of little fear within you that, hey, you know, people might not love me. Like my, what my sister talks about is, is fat phobia. Yeah, man. You know, people have this fat phobia, dude. And it's just like, you know, this, this little fear in you. But, you know, going through that, you know, it, it really shows me that she just loves me for who I am, yeah. which is awesome. And, you know, I guess to build on top of that as well, my family are very, I'm very close with my family. Yeah. So I always have that support network yeah, as well. And I have very good friends. Yes. My, I truly believe your friends are the family that you choose. Yes. Right. Because yep. you get to choose who you spend your time, time with, with. Right. Yep. And time is the only thing that you don't get back. I want to stress that to you guys. It's yep. the fucking only thing that you don't this get back. Therefore, you really should be living your life and trying to be the best version of yourself as possible. <laughs> you, you know, you know, that's, you know what I mean? Man, it's so good. Like, so. <laughs> oh man, like, uh, that's powerful, man. Like I, you know, I'm a firm believer in that. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, and I'm I'm pretty. If you know me, or if you hang close to me, I generally I'm I can be a pretty hard dude on like my friends, you yeah. know, like um, tough love man. <laughs> um, oh man, so let's keep it moving, man. Um, uh, we we've hit on some good stuff, and uh, yeah, I know that. Um, yeah, you got the business. We've talked about family. We talked about mental fortitude. Um, let's just jump into um some. Uh, just some fun questions, man. Some fun facts for the audience uh, to yeah, get to cool, know man. you. Um, so, go ahead and uh, top album right now. What are you listening to? Tell uh, tell the people what you're listening to. You can go top three if you like. <laughs> top album? I don't know, man. I'm actually pretty bad with albums. <laughs> A lot of uh, I just listen to playlists, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just you know the Spotify curated yeah, playlists, <laughs> tremendous. They're good. Hey, they tremendous. are really good. <laughs> you know, um, I was listening to one today. It was uh, a time capsule. Uh, a playlist, you know, of all yeah. the things you used to listen yeah. to. It was a bit of a throwback, man. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, like, if, if I'm honest with you, what I listen to a lot is like a lot of podcasts. Yeah, yeah. And so I only really listen to music when I want to work out. Yeah. Or if I'm s- really want to chill out, I listen to like binaural beats or some yeah. low, or some lo fi hip hop, yeah. something that's super chill. chill. Yeah, very jazzy and stuff like that. So I'm sorry I'm boring on that part. No, nah, bro. That's actually <coughs> really that's actually really good. Cause yeah. man, I am <laughs> myself one of those who like will go into like no words mode. And like when I mean no words, man, I'm just like, I don't want to hear any words. Yeah. He, like my little brother was here when he was uh staying with us before we went back to Chicago. He was just like, What are you listening to? <laughs> like, man, I just need no words, bro. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> you just need something in the background just to help your mind take along a little bit, you know? Yeah. Anything you watching at the moment? Um, yeah, so we started Boys. Okay. Um, it's like a superhero movie. Okay. Um, have you, have you, have you heard of no, it? I haven't heard of it. Oh, so it's, it's pretty interesting concept. Okay. It's like, um, basically it's like these superheroes who are like superstars. Okay. Um, but they end up like, uh, inevitably killing people, uh, when they save people, if that makes okay. sense, like it just like as a, as a byproduct, okay, and so it just wreak a lot of havoc, right? Yeah. And they're just like this, um, you know, they're part of this like conglomerate, and they're just these mega superstars. It's crazy, <laughs> dude. And so there's like this group of people that want to try to take them down, <laughs> and turns out like they, oh, well, I won't ruin it for you, but yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it, it's an interesting TV show. So watching that, okay, and then um. Uh, Alain and I, we just finished the Hunger Games again because okay. she wanted to watch it. It was her birthday on the weekend. Yeah. Happy birthday, babe. <laughs> Happy birthday. Um, and then uh, I've just been getting into some war movies like uh, World War II movies. Okay. So I'm um, about to finish Midway and then 
going to watch Greyhound as well with Tom Hanks. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen... Uh I was looking at a war movie. Like, well, I guess it's kind of a war movie. Uh, the last was it Last Queen of Scotland or something like that? I said saw this. Uh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, like I just randomly thought of this. I was. So we were out camping and we decided to watch this movie. It was pretty intense, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, really? Normally I don't watch movies with Trent. Like he watches a lot more movies than me. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, all right, I'll indulge. And then I was just like, what in the world am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> now they get intense, man. I love sci-fi, so I can easily watch like a sci-fi film. Oh, yeah. But like I try, like usually the war stuff, man, just like does something to me. So I'm just yeah. like, oh. <laughs> yeah, sci-fi is great. It's probably actually my favorite yeah, sort yeah, of category yeah. of movie, but I've watched all of them, so there's nothing new out. <laughs> so I have to watch something else. <laughs> That's my issue at the moment. Yeah, Netflix, like, there are no more. Yeah, Maybe legit, Netflix legit, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Um, that's great, man. <laughs> so uh, we got a little more time here. Um, uh, question. Uh, this is a, like a tough question. Answer. Uh, uh, what, what has kept you like hopeful in life's most challenging moments? Oh, that's an interesting question. Well, yeah, we had we kind of started this conversation earlier, like just about stuff and uh, yeah, and you've been really honest like throughout the show. But like, I thought that would be like a really good question. So just just repeat the question. One so more time. like, what has kept you like hopeful in life's most challenging moments? And like, and I know you've been through some stuff, you know. Um, I mean, I guess it sounds cliche, but I guess what's kept me hopeful is that, you know, you can only do the best that you do. Yeah. You know what I mean, man? And so if you try your hardest and do the best that you can do, there's nothing else that you can do. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's, you know, and I, I always say truly believe there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, yeah you man, know, for sure. Um, the universe works in some weird ways. So sometimes it's just a life lesson yep. in a fucked up way. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah, I guess, yeah, that's really what's c c um, kept me hopeful is, yeah, is, is that? But also, I don't know if this is cocky. It's, it's, it's um, you know, like I was talking about success. It's never been a matter of if. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's always been a matter of when, mm -hmm. you know, and always having that in the back of my mind. It's just like, okay, what's what's the next what's the next thing? What's the next thing? You know, let's just keep on going. Bro, Obviously, that's the mindset though. That's yeah, that's you know that's, it, it, it plays such a huge mm -hmm, role, man, because mm -hmm. life are gonna life's gonna throw these curveballs at you, man, yep. and you have to you have to attack them somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You nah, know what man. I mean? So yeah. if you if, if you're not if you're not prepped, yep. If you haven't done the hard yards, obviously yep. you're gonna knock, get knocked down a lot harder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's powerful, man. Not the not the if, it's just the what. Yeah. The when, the when, the when, the when. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Take that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, so, yeah, man, um, I guess we're going to, like, end it pretty soon. Um, I've asked you a lot of questions, man. You've been, like, 100. Definitely have to have you back, bro. Um, yeah, I think uh, anything that you want to give to any up-and-coming uh, young people who may be listening, I know um, there are always random people listening, uh, whether it be here in Perth, whether yep. it be back in my hometown of Chicago. Uh, anything you want to share with people, um, you know, who that, that may just be bit, that benefit from like a little inspiration from you, something that you've heard over the last few months that maybe has kept you inspired and you only fail when you stop trying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but 
in all seriousness, you know, it's um, you know, with anything that you're gonna do in life, it's not gonna be easy. Yeah. And then even to say that, if it's easy, is it really worth having? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. When it's hard, that that end goal, that final reward is just so much better, man. Yeah. You know, so I guess realistically, is it's it's hard. It's easier said than done. Yep. But when you get knocked off that horse, get fucking back get on, man. Get out of there. Keep get back right. on, dude. You know? <laughs> My man. Um, and, like, I, I love to uh, just end with, uh, I guess, gratitude, simple gratitude. Um, three things that you're grateful for. Uh, it could be people. It could be, um, you know, places, whatever you're grateful yep. for. Go ahead and shoot. My uh, one of my favorite things that I'm grateful for is my hands <laughs> <laughs> for many various reasons. Yeah, man. Some of them being is man, all my hobbies are to do with sport like activity. Yeah. I, can't, I mean, it's, it's going to be hard to ride a bike without my hands, yeah, hard to play. Well, can't, you can't play golf without your hands, <laughs> yeah, man. can't go to the gym, yep. I can't, you know, help my clients out. It's hard, I wouldn't be able to write a program. Yeah. So, I'm just truly grateful for my fucking mm-hmm. hands and fingers. Yeah, man, I get that, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny I uh, growing up like taking piano lessons and stuff like that even now I still am like really particular about my hands yeah, and I'm just yeah. like take care of them yeah <laughs> you don't you don't know what you have till it's gone man, man. You know, it's, it's, it's funny because last night I was uh, or yesterday I was meal prepping and um, I was cooking chicken and I had chicken juice on one hand I didn't <laughs> want to touch other stuff because yeah. I didn't want freaking salmonella yeah and so I was like trying to open like bottles with like one handed <laughs> shit I was like dude this would suck and, and if you do have one hand i'm you know i'm sorry i don't mean to say it in a bad way you know what i mean uh it's never it's never like that with me um but yeah it it just shows i'm like man it really suck if i didn't have this hand because i I use it for so many things you know oh man it's funny yeah just uh before i let you share the other two um i just want to jump in here and interject like um and i was thinking about this the other day man like you know people who i mean everybody's going through something um but i i was Reminded, I was looking at um, uh, Queer Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. It's a show that comes on. It's an awesome show. Uh, it's Um, And one of the episodes, man, they had this this guy, and I forget exactly where he's from, but he was wheelchair bound, man. Um, And they actually had him back, um, but he was just so happy, bro. Yeah. Like he was just like he was like I go to the gym, like and it was just like I just do upper body, like you know, and you're just like yo, like. That spirit, like mindset, man. What it takes to get to that level, man, of like joy, where those guys were like, all of them were brought to tears. Like, I just want your level yep. of like yep. charisma for life, yep. you know. Um, and so I just want to encourage my audience, my listeners, man. Like you, you brought a little life in here today, man. Um, just keep that life. Anyway, keep going with your gratitude. Yeah. So I do want to build on that as well. Is you know talking about that guy in that TV show. Um, with everything in life, people always see the end product, yeah. but they don't see the journey. Mm-hmm. That guy has probably gone through a lot of things, man, yeah, man, to get to that point. Yeah. So I guess you know you got you got to remember as well. It's it's all a journey. It's all a journey, right? And yep. you're always gonna learn from the journey yep. because once you reach your end destination from that journey, yep. you're gonna fucking pick another destination. What's <laughs> the next goal? What's the next yep. mountain to climb? You know? Yep. Um, but in terms of something else that I'm grateful for. You know, I actually do this in my gratitude practice every day, but um, I'm very grateful for my girlfriend. Yeah, of course. Uh, my loved ones. Yeah. Um, my cat, Twinkie. <laughs> I'm still going to bulk them into one. Um, Twinkie, 
he's a ragdoll. <laughs> That's cute. He's fucking fluffy as <laughs> shit, and I'm highly allergic to him. But goddamn, I love him, man. Yeah. Because all he wants to do is love me. Yeah. Dude. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just, it's just really beautiful, dude. Yeah. You know that there's just this being who we call our roommate because sometimes he just leaves under our bed and then comes up for cuddles and just wants food and then goes back for <laughs> <laughs> you know, That's Walter. <laughs> yeah, legit. It's, it's just so funny. So I'm just so thankful I have him in my life, yeah. even though I can't breathe half the time. <laughs> the yeah. things you do for love. Yeah, I know, right? Um, and I guess, um, you know, the third thing that I'm grateful for, you know, just off the top of my head is, um, you know, my well, my, my coach, Christian, yeah, really. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he, he's really brought some good light into my life yeah. in a way that like just helping me understand myself yep. um, a little bit better. Yeah. Um, understanding why I'm doing things. You know, also having my back as well, man. He's just like, you know, I fully back you, dude. If, if the shit hits the fan with your business, you know, yeah. we'll take you on as a coach as well, which is always... Which is always awesome to hear as well, you yeah. know. So like being very, uh, yeah, very very grateful for him for what he's shown me, and to continue to support me as well. And you said, coach, um, is there? I mean, you, I mean, is it mentor? Is it still in that mentorship? I mean, is it just a space? Like, um, what do you mean? Like, is it, would you call it? Would you call him a mentor or just a coach? Like, why coach versus mentor? Ah. Uh, I guess you could use some it's of it interchangeably. Yeah, yeah, to a particular degree, I guess we'd have to look up the definitions. Yeah, I'm happy to, I, that. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, like I just want, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I guess you could, I guess I, I picked coach because obviously he, the reason why I went to them originally was yeah. to help me with my recovery. Yeah, yeah. Because I love to train. Yeah. And uh, for me, recovering sucks. Yeah, Even though man. I know I need to do it. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I'm a type A person, so it's always <laughs> go, go, go. Um, but that's why, I, I mean, I like the term coaches because growing up, you know, playing sport, your coach yeah, yeah, yeah. was your mentor and, and, and just showed you everything, man. Yeah, it was yeah. the mindset and the body at yep, the same yep. time as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I reckon they probably are working the same. I think yeah. I think what I'm hearing, uh, which is I'm hearing a lot in like Australia and in Perth uh, specifically, is like... Uh, coaching as a term uh, but I think it's still that idea of mentoring I just grew up with the whole mentoring t- yeah. term versus like coach yeah. um, but that's probably from like the church thing so like yeah I'm with you <laughs> yeah I feel like they definitely yeah. would be able to be used interchangeably, interchangeably. Yeah. yeah 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 cool man um, man thanks for sharing man thanks for coming on the podcast um, man thanks for having me man breath of fresh air man like yeah. keeping it 100 I had to have you back yeah 100% <laughs> to, man had to have you around uh, the table with some other guys and like see what uh, see what opens up yeah that'd be pretty cool yeah <laughs> uh, uh, at the table with Cliff Hurt, Johnny, uh, go check him out. Uh, did you want to leave your Instagram, your social media? Yeah, so me? the business is called Mind Muscle Performance. Yes, sir. Um, you can find my new business page at MMP Coaching. Yep. Um, or look me up on Facebook. It's just John Ristau, J O H N R I S T A U. Instagram is Johnny Ristau, spelled with two N's. Mm-hmm. Um, and Instagram, business Instagram, I think it's mind.muscleperformance okay. as well. Sweet. Um, yeah, cool, man. Cool, and I'll make sure I leave those uh, on the link on Instagram yeah, and perfect. Uh, YouTube. And all that. So, yeah, man, thank you for coming to the table. Um, it's been a pleasure to have you, man. Yeah, it was uh, fun. Thanks for sharing my audience and uh, ho- hopefully uh, your audience too, man. I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure people are going to be like, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, no, I will definitely uh, share this. Uh, for sure. Peace. Thanks, man.